You are listening to the Savage Fincast, episode 59, Crisis on Finfinite Earths. Chicago. Criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in its terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then, a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon. This is the Savage Fincast, the only show dedicated to Marvel's Inhumans, Triton. My name is Jim Purcell. I'm Craig Olson. I'm Raven Perez. And we welcome you back to another episode. No, we don't actually, you know, have an unhealthy obsession with Marvel's Triton, the greatest of all the Inhumans. We are actually a show about the Savage Dragon, created by Eric Larson. And every episode, every month or so, uh, we bring you however many hours we can't stop, we can't shut up about Savage Dragon. As well as Eric Larson-related news. And comics, which we may have more of in the near future. Yep. So, in other words, this is a podcast about our unhealthy uh, obsession with Savage Dragon. Yep. Yes. My name's Raven, and I've been addicted to Savage Dragon since 1996. <laughs> My name's Guys, Dragon. I've been addicted <laughs> to Savage Dragon since 2001. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, shall we get right into the news i want to get through this because i want to get to the 224 review this this episode this issue is just amazing oh bro let's get through i can't contain myself i'm with you born burner insanity yeah yeah this is gonna be a fun one to talk about oh this is gonna be good you don't like the alternate reality stuff (laughs) (laughs) so we'll have to explain it all oh it's gonna be so good News. Yeah, news. Let's go. News. So, first up, we have a list of conventions that Eric Larson will be attending uh, over the next mm, year, six months. Uh, Mm -hmm. First up, he'll be at Heroes Convention in Charlotte, North Carolina on June 16th through the 18th. You can find out more info at heroesonline.com. Next up, he will be at Rose City Comic Convention in Portland, Oregon. September 8th through the 10th. Uh, you can find out more about that at RoseCityComicCon.com. And he will, of course, be at New York Comic Con on October 5th through the 8th uh, in New York, New York. You can find more about that at NewYorkComicCon.com. Allow me Quick to and simply, easy. <laughs> allow me to simply say I can personally vouch for heroes in North Carolina, Charlotte. I've been there. It is great for comic fans. You're going to be in hell if you like to go to a convention full of, like, celebrities. Because it's all... Me I can't meet John Cena. Nope. No <laughs> Cena. You're not going to get to see Burt Ward. You're going to have to go see comic artists. No Virgil and the Million Dollar Man. <laughs> Disappointingly. I hate to break your heart, but... So, I, I don't know, maybe you cats have been to any of those others and you can testify, but I will personally testify. I suspect New York Comic Con is the other kind. Oh, right. Makes sense. Heroes is great. It's it's 
it's not, and that's not to indicate it's small at all. That's the amazing thing is it's enormous, but it is comic artist intense. And right next to the convention center, all the artists stay at the hotel and they all just chill out in the lobby and drink drinks. So like you just go from the con and you're like going back to your room and you look around and there's like just all these pros just chilling out and like bullshitting. It's awesome. So, heroes, baby. I'll I testify. can pretty much guarantee I'll be going to none of these. <laughs> Fair enough. I've been to the New York Comic Con, but I feel like it's just too big now. Too yeah. big? Well, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been... New York. Um, I liked it. I mean, it was a lot of cool stuff going on, but it was huge. But uh, I forget when I went, but it was because of Larson going. Um I've never been to Heroes, but I've heard nothing but good things. I do wish you would go back to the Baltimore Comic Con because I think that's like pretty close to like what Heroes is—just pros, no like D-list celebrities. It is. I've went to Baltimore as well, and I definitely there's a strong Heroes vibe. Yep. And you stood behind me and got annoyed <laughs> that I was talking to Eric for so long. <laughs> Who is this bastard? It was Craig. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, rolling right along, uh, just trying to keep this news train going on the tracks. Eric is working with Crash Zone for a variant cover. That's pretty vague. We should say that it's going to be, quote, the most ex- not safe for work cover Image Comics has ever published. So, Eric and... Are you telling me it's more not for safe for work than Saga's breastfeeding? <laughs> yes, I'm promising you that. <laughs> so why? Do, since when do we start using the term like "not safe for work"? Why can't we just say like an erotic cover or something, or like an X-rated cover? Well, not safe for work, just catch-all for internet talk. Yeah, but we're not talking about like an internet like. Comic. I still want to take it to work or Hila- show it to my mother. <laughs> Hilariously, one of my coworkers was reading my Savage Dragon at work. And he looked like he had read some porn. He was, he was like, Raven. He said, he was a Marine. So you know he's seen some shit. He was like, Raven. Savage Dragon's got a lot of crazy shit in it. I was like, not safe for work, I realize. Don't touch my comics. <laughs> <laughs> I realize. Sorry, my apologies. I was like, I've, <laughs> I've expanded your mind a little. <laughs> no, but... Uh, this- Go this ahead. Crash Zone variant came out of, like, nowhere, though. I remember, like, you know, Eric posted that Twitter, but before he posted the Twitter saying that there'd be a not safe for work cover, he said, you know, he was, like, asking fans on Facebook about, like, bagged comics. Do you remember that? Like, yes, mm-hmm. you know, I do recall. Yeah, and he was like, you know, do the comic shops remove the bag or do they leave it on or what? And I think he was, he was asking, does the bag count as a collector's part of the collector's package? Oh, all if, right. you, if you bought it as a collector, would you keep it in the bag forever? Yep. Yeah. Bingo. I, I think I think the consensus is most definitely. So I'll buy two. And then he he kind of alluded to like for like an X-rated comic, right, or something right. like that. Yeah, and it impl- was like that yeah, was the implication. Yeah. It's really funny. Like this has all come out of left field. Like Eric's really just kind of dove deep into like the whole <laughs> erotic stuff. It, it just like it's so. I mean, do you remember when? So uh, old news. But do you remember when Mario Gully and and, <laughs> and uh, Eric had that kind of 
I don't know, like a little tiff about like Mario Gully's like <laughs> seeing an ant where like yep. she's like got a vagina in her face or something like that. And she was doing the uh, famous femme fatale neck snap where you jump, you know, crotch for, crotch to face and break a guy's neck like by squeezing his head between your thighs. Yeah. And the guy had his tongue out. Uh, like inches away from vagina, and that was the straw. And Eric was tisk tisk. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny how things change, huh? Put that in the bag, <laughs> then we can talk. I think about that all the time when I see like the the shit that's in there now. But you know, the funny thing was that like I think about that. That's how like the book's always been. Like people are like, "Wow, Savage Dragon is really going crazy." But like to me, because like I've I had a friend come in and visit. And he was like, man, he was wanting to talk Savage Dragon. He's like, the book, that book's really gone crazy lately. And I'm like, it's always been that way, dude. I, don't know. I was like, I don't, I don't think it's like a new development. Like, people yeah. somewhere along the lines kind of wrote Savage Dragon, like, Off. took it down a peg, like, from what it actually is. Like, to me, I think that, like, this is just what this book has always been. Are you telling me it's still not just Commandy? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, as an example, like, my coworker read it, and, you know, his mind was blown. Like, he just, he was, like, couldn't believe what he was reading. Like, he just wasn't expecting... Like a recent issue? Yeah, yeah, like Malcolm era. Mm. It might have been the reason. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's genius, though, because it's it's something that you'll never get from the big two. Bingo. You know, it's just whatever Bingo. goes, whatever he feels like, and it's that's what makes it fun. But uh, I looked up this Crash Zone characters uh, Uh-oh. Twitter right, tell and us, stuff. Tell, tell, tell us your tale. No, I just it's it's pretty explicit, so <laughs> I can only imagine what that cover is going to show. And I just think it's hilarious. If you would have told me that six months ago that this you know variant would happen, I wouldn't believe you. Now I won't and, lie, uh, I didn't know who Crash Zone was until I googled his name, but I did recognize his work. I, I recognized the work. I didn't know the name. I, I didn't recognize the work, but it that's, is that's pretty crazy. Craig. <laughs> you're, you're, you're... <laughs> well, to go into depth, to go into depth a little bit, all it is is that, like, people are like, "Where did this come from?" Um, you have on Crash Zone's Twitter, like Brandon Graham is one of Crash Zone's followers. So that right there is like kind of an easy direct connect. And he's the. Um... What's the, what's the name of his comic? He's got a lot of image work in his catalog. A lot of image, but what's his... Well, he did Profit. King City. His, King Profit. City, yeah. King City. King City's got a lot of... Wonton soup. Sex yep. stuff in it. Well, you know, uh, even those characters, like, you know... I mean, Brandon Graham doesn't give a shit. Like, he oh, will don't. straight up tweet some stuff from, like, EG Hentai, which is like a hentai, you know, collective, like, yeah. website. And so... Hentai for the uninformed are like Japanese dirty comics, and but Brandon Grand doesn't give a fuck. He'll just straight up like post a thing and be like, "Whoa, look at this crazy sex comic!" Like, well, at- didn't he get a start in some erotic comics or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Those the characters of uh, that star in. Oh man, my memory's failing me. Basically, some of his characters started. Uh, multiple warheads. Yeah, no. multiple, multiple warheads. To, yeah, that's it. Like uh, Sex Erica or America or whatever her name is. Yes. Yep. Started in a, a dirty comic, so it's like, yeah, there you go. I mean, it could have been like, Yo, Brandon, like, who's a good guy for some smut covers? And he's like, Yo, check Raven this guy. Raven Perez. 
<laughs> Soon. It's it's getting there. It'll it'll get there. <laughs> She's too busy. Who else is available? <laughs> but no, it, you're right, Craig. It's it's explicit as a motherfucker. So buckle up. It's going to be interesting. I'm curious. Sweet. I'm curious. All I am is I'm curious because here's what's so funny is I feel like Maxine has gone over surprisingly well with readers. Like all her shenanigans, I've not really seen anybody super raise hell over like her stuff. Yeah. So I just wonder how this cover is going to go over as all. I just can't wait for like the kind of uneasy conversation I have with my comic shop when I ask them to order this. <laughs> and the weird looks we're, I get when it comes in. Weird collar up high. Get, get it a big old hat. It's got to get like a fake mustache. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mr. Black. Uh, I think those comics are in the wrong box. <laughs> My name is Greg Molson. <laughs> yes, that'll do. <laughs> Somehow my uh, erotic comics ended up in Craig Olson's box. Well, I can't wait to uh, go to my comic shop only to be told that moments before I got there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. Someone bought that comic just before you got here. I think the implication is this is going to be a variant cover, yeah? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And I think even, kind of like to expand upon it, just uh, he said, people were like, oh, what's up? What's the deal with this? You know, blah, 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 blah. I think he said that he art directed it which basically means that he's just sort of said, you know, hey, I want this and this and that on the cover. And then the Crash Zone just is doing his or her thing. And nice. so there you go. And what he said he, he said he didn't know what issue it's going to be on yet. Yeah, not Last, determined as yeah. of yet. Wait, you said her. Is Crash Zone a girl? Don't know. No, oh, you don't sure. know anything. Okay. Yeah. I said I'm his guessing probably not. I would not Bro, you'd never know. I'm just saying, I I have some friends, female friends, that are, like, uh, into, like, making dirty art. And they do shit that flips my lid. And I'm just like, whoa, holy cow. I'm just saying. Does your uh, bow tie spin around? (laughs) 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 Yeah, steam steam shoots out of my ears. I got like, I need to go read the Bible. Does your face turn to, like, a wolf? The tongue comes out. Yep, the, the heart. It's really, hard. it's really hard on my rib cage as it explodes out through my chest. Can't stop stamping your foot. <laughs> no, it's, it's. I'm just saying that, like, really, like, you never know. You that that means nothing these days. That means nothing at all. But no, it's it's cool. I mean, I'm excited for it. I think it's interesting. I will say, uh, just as a final end cap on this variant uh, journey. Uh, there've been a lot of variants lately. Uh, what what do you fellas? You feeling okay? You care? Do you not care? I don't care. Well, I, I, I I mean, I'm not. I don't need a variant every other issue, but um, I know Eric kind of put his foot down. I think on this last, like a lot of them are been driven by Image lately. It oh. Seems like Image every month is doing some different variant across their series. They did like the Spawn one. They did the April Fools one. Now That's they true. have, I think now they have one for like gay pride or something like yep. that or yep. yeah and eric is like yeah i don't feel the need to do every single one of them uh, so the idw method of selling comics <laughs> yeah i i don't know i think it just makes it you do it every month and it just it's 
Seems like it's trying the, to hammer your customer the, base. The premise is to sell three copies where you would have only sold one. Yeah, I don't like that, though. It's problematic for a lot of reasons. Well, I don't take... The thing is with me is that I, I'm okay with it a little bit. Because the thing is, it's kind of like video game DLC. You don't have to take the plunge if you don't want to. So, like, for instance, with the black and white variant that they had recently, with Malcolm uh, standing aboard, above the blazing, like, ground... Yeah, and uh, lightning la- lightning lady down at his feet. Uh, basically, I-, I didn't I didn't feel the need to get that because it's cool. I, I didn't understand why that was a variant. I don't because it looked really cool s- as shit, black and white. I mean, yeah, yeah, but every cover looks cool in black and white. <laughs> well, that one looked especially cool though. I, but I will say that like just as as cool as that looked, like it was like eh, you know whatever. And like I didn't get the jock cover, famously got denied, and I've got, like the more I'm <laughs> famously. away, famously, <laughs> yeah, the more I get away from it, the less I give a shit. It's like, oh well, you know, I've seen the image, I don't super care. Mm. I I'm kind of wanting this dirty cover. I super am. I feel like it's gonna be one of those Savage Dragon curiosities that ends up being really hard to get. See, I have an illness. <laughs> the I have an illness where I have to buy everything. I'm, I'm more there because than someday I used you'll to want be. it. You won't be able to find it. I don't know. I just I, now I, I'm a completist. So now if I, it's like I can't stop now. Mm. Understand? I've already started. I can't stop. I, I got off the collector's bandwagon ages ago. Going digital really helped in that. I'm only that way with Savage Dragon, and only because. Oh yeah, me as well. Like once you have every like old issue there's kind of nowhere to go with your money so it's like when there's like a variant cover if it's a cool variant like why the fuck not like i will totally i'll totally buy a variant so i don't know just that i just i don't want to tie us up in newsland forever with that um i just uh take flipping the script real quick before we jump into our next segment officially um, and I'm sorry, I'm taking us into like uncharted waters, but it's cool. We'll we don't have to like linger on this too awful long. But uh, I hate image by Scotty Young. We'll blast through super quick because there's not much to say anyway. Uh, I still haven't gotten my copy yet. Okay, then I won't say too but, much. No, I don't care. You can spoil it. Well, Jim, did you get yours? Bummed. No. Well, shit. Oh, I'll just give this a real quick. I'm then. unlikely to get it unless a digital copy turns up on Comicsology. Well, here's the deal. I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet. Just like when we did the other free comic book day where uh, Hellboy and Malcolm were smashed together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just comment on how must own or not this is. And I will go ahead and break your hearts and say that this is 100% must own. Not just because it's a good comic, but uh, it's not like Savage Dragons like on every single page or whatever. But Dragon fans uh, won't be disappointed. So, cool. yep, I think it's worth it. That's my, that's it. I know my shop saved me a copy. I just have to go by and get it. Yep. So. Let's seek it out. If if you were on the fence, I'm giving it a thumbs up, and I'm especially for Savage Dragon fans saying, yep, go for it. Interesting. Sweet. Cool. You'll like it. All right, so let's uh, jump into our Finteresting Conversations uh, bit. So uh, this episode, we're continuing interesting conversations where we ask you, the listeners, for your opinion on on a related question or for your suggestions for future topics. I'm sorry, that's messed up on a Savage Dragon-related question, I guess. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
remember to send all feedback to savagefincast at gmail.com. Responses will be read on a future episode of the Savage Fincast. So, um, back in, we just, episode 58 hasn't been out that long, so we didn't get any responses yet for that, but we did uh, get some from episode 57, and I'm going to read a couple of the letters. The, um, the question was, what are your top three favorite Savage Dragon covers? Um, and Marcos Mazzari wrote in, he said, hey guys, here's my top three picks. Savage Dragon 20. This is just a badass cover. Overlord <laughs> looks super pissed, as does a rampaging dragon reflected in his mask. Ironically, this cover reminds me of that classic Incredible Hulk McFarlane cover, issue 340. So I guess he's talking about the one with the Wolverine claws. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what he's talking about? Gotta the be. Reflection? And yeah. I get that. Yeah, and this, this cover was so badass that Eric did it again with Malcolm. <laughs> Remember that? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what issue that was, but... Yeah, that was a badass cover, and it did get that callback. Do you remember what issue that was? Oh, the Flash Mercury era for Malcolm was just before Dart's thing, so that would have put it... 200-ish? Like in that range? Oh, you're asking about... Which issue the Malcolm version the of that Malcolm is? The Malcolm version was. Yeah. To the internet. Anyway, to keep going, if you find yeah, it, I'll know. find it. I'll uh, be working while you do that. And he says Savage Dragon 80, dragon being pulled underwater uh, by some tentacled creature. Absolutely love the coloring on this one, and it has a sort of pulp HP Lovecraft vibe to it. I can definitely see that, and I remember that cover pretty well. Um, then he goes on to say, Savage Dragon 102, Mother Mayhem, lunging demonic humanoid offspring with their umbilical cords at Dragon. Nuff said. <laughs> I, yeah, remember, that, I, I remember when that cover got, like, I, I was just getting uh, into the, uh, the, the uh, Savage Dragon community forum way mm-hmm. back in the day. I remember that, that cover got a lot of uh, a lot of buzz because of... I think originally her name was Afterbirth, so that helped yes, a lot. Yes, it was. She it got was. renamed on the final cover. Yes. Mother Mayhem is a better name. Yes. I love that cover because, like, you could see, like, just the way, like, uh, the dynamicness of it, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. Like, it looks like, you know, she's just swinging those, like, babies on the umbilical cords. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just badass. And, it, you know, and... and the funny thing was when you saw that cover, you thought she was just going to be like some, you know, city dwelling, like sewer dwelling mutant or something. And then come to find out she's like a silver surfer type. Like, she's literally just the silver surfer. And she flies on the back of the, the <laughs> babies. It was a ama- It was just mind blown. Like I would have never guessed that character would be like some kind of cosmic being. That was a genius twist. Yeah, I, I would have never pegged that for, like, a cosmic character. Just amazing. Like, I don't think he gets enough credit for the creation of that. I, it's silly, but it's, it's awesome, and it's comics, you know? It's like, that's the type of villain, like, only in Savage Dragon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just amazing stuff. It's like Jack Kirby on some kind of weird, <laughs> horrible nightmare. 
She's got a moo-moo on. And she's right. a cosmic, like, entity. A cosmic moo-moo. <laughs> Just good stuff. Agreed. All right. So, uh, should we move on to the next letter? Moving right along. I apologize, bro. I never did find that cover. And I was, like, super blasting through covers the whole time. So, uh, maybe someone can pick up the torch. But, uh, Tony M., the author of our next letter says, Hello, FinCast crew. Here are my top three Savage Dragon covers plus one variant. Here goes. My first pick is Savage Dragon 158, the cover to Dragon War Part 4. This one sticks to my mind because of the towering presence of Brawn, a character whose design I like, but who is not fully featured on a cover prior to this issue. The fact that he's a sporting dragon, uh, sporting a dragon fin, and seems to have a casually brushed his arm on a wall, causing a whole building to start coming down, is awesome. Dragon's pose with his fist half cocked adds to the imposing menace of Brawn. I'll agree, that was a badass cover. Yeah, Brawn is such a cool villain too. Like he doesn't hardly like show up, but when he does, and the fact that he's still alive, right? Yep. Wait, so wait, like like wait, dragon's wait, blood wait didn't affect him. Wait, it didn't. No. No, like, he just I, it bled out without him exploding. <laughs> okay, because I that, remember he definitely was one of the ones who became a. a, a, a yeah, dragon. he's on the cover like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, that's that's something that's kind of a cool thing too about him. Like he's so <laughs> powerful that he's the only guy to survive like a dragon transfusion. How cool is that? Yeah. He, he clearly needs to fight Zeke. Yes. yes. Oh, that would be legends colliding. And by the way, that uh, issue, the reverse with Malcolm charging at Overlord is issue 176. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Thank you for the save. I, I don't know how <laughs> I missed that. Um, Tony's second pick is the cover to Savage Dragon 166. The appearance of the future scene shown way back in Savage Dragon 29. Love the cover not only because it caught me totally unaware, no preview beforehand, but it was a striking image when it first made its appearance in issue 29, and yet seeing it blown up in size brought out further detail of Soulstar's wrinkled and bloodied visage reflected in Malcolm's helmet glass, shocking and satisfying at the same time because of the future vision plot thread that it finally fulfilled. And can I just say, my... Fincast bros, Tony. Good pick. Yeah. A funny story about that issue. At the time, I was still reading print. Mm-hmm. I think. I so I had my issue being pulled at my local comic shop, but I was mm-hmm. visiting another comic shop across town. I bought that comic twice. Because <laughs> you I, had to read it right I away. Never fucking do that. Yep. But because that cover was kept. A mystery. Mm-hmm. The moment I saw it, I had to have it. Uh, my story just goes like this: when I, because it was the tension was building and the anticipation, and I just had a sneaking feeling. But when I saw that cover, like I could not contain my geeking out. Like I was like, "Oh my god, yes!" <laughs> I was like, "Yes!" I was like, "This is so fucking awesome!" I looked at my comic guy because he's like, "What's that mean? Why?" why? He's like, "You just." Clearly, I'd only just seen the cover. 
I've been waiting 10 years for this. It was 15. <laughs> was it 15? Yeah. I'm pretty sure 29. Yeah, it had to be. Yeah, because he was a teenager. Yeah, 29 to 166 was 15 years. It's a 15-year long bomb. And I told the guy, was like, the guy was like, what? Like, he clearly my comic guy was like, he, he was like, you're flipping out just from seeing this cover. And he was like, what the hell is going on? Like, what, 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 is, what is the deal? I was like, dude, I was like, bro, I was like... I can't just tell you how awesome this is. I was like, but like, this has been waiting a long time to come. Again, to- tell me another comic that can do that. None? None? I, can, I can't At least think American of comics. That can- I can't just think of amazing. It. Uh, it, was, it really was amazing. And that cover, I love the effect of like the reflection. Mm-hmm. One day Luffy will find the One Piece. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I'm telling you, that treasure is the friends he made along the way. That's it. There's no One Piece. Sorry. Manga fans will get it. That's potentially the only thing that could like equate to this 15-year-long bomb. Like, otherwise, nothing. And I tried. Like, honestly, like, I tried to tell... I tried to convey... You, could, you just couldn't communicate to people, like, how fucking nuts that cover was. And the fact that we didn't know it was coming it was the, the part that made it. I like how uh, Tony M refers to him as Soul Star, his revised Wild Star name. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think he's back to being Wild Star in the comic. Yeah, it was there was that weird issue where he was like on the cover. That's yeah. such a weird. That was such a weird cover too. Like it was just remember it was like the variant and it had like Soul Star busting through and like. Right. I, I don't understand. I gotta ask Eric one day what the story is behind that. Well, I, I it seems you, so I can, random. I, I can tell you the story. You know it's the really, story. It's it's really straightforward. There was an MMORPG on PC called Wildstar that came out in the interim since Wildstar had a series, and so they scooped up the trademark. Yeah, Ooh. I know, but I, but why did Eric decide to put him on the cover as Soulstar? Oh, well, I think they, I think it was like his big rebranding debut. Oh, all right, and it, it, it clearly did not take. It was just <laughs> weird because it was like you know he had the cover and then, and then the variant was just it, it just didn't seem like a typical Larson variant. It just seemed real kind of hastily put together <laughs> do you know what i'm talking about and i wish i, I knew I, the, the cover oh wait so it's wait, the one you talking, you're talking about 77 are you no 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 because that says Wildstar on the cover no no the one with like john Kerry and uh the isn't it that one the the um election issue oh. i think so oh 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 i find it no, it's Madman. Nope, those are Obama. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to roll this up. Yeah, we'll roll along. i tell you what, here's the thing. You just be thinking in the background. Here we got uh, Tony's third pick. This third pick could have been any number of great covers, but I settled on Savage Dragon 80, the Lurkers Beneath Lake Fear cover. The reason for this pick is that it's simply great art that looks like a freeze frame or cell taken from an animated series. A combination of the bubbles emanating from Dragon, not those bubbles, the deep water background, and the octopus make the cover look like it's from a different medium, not to mention Dragon's goose looks pretty damn cooked in that predicament. Another great choice. Uh, favorite variant goes to the last issue, Savage Dragon 223, the Scott Snyder and Jock April Fool's gag cover. The cuts on Dragon's face, the different shaded greens, the heavy use of blacks, and the fangs lend to a unique interpretation of Dragon that looks bestial. 
Thanks for getting my reply on the show. Keep up the good work. I think Savage Dragon is deserving of a strong fan base that contributes to its success simply because, in my opinion, Eric Larson's level of commitment and quality to the comics medium is right up there with the industry greats. Thank you, Tony, for nice. writing. What was going on back there? You all right, Jim? No, I'm sick. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were, like, disgusted with his pick. <laughs> Ugh, 223. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> well, I mean, I am, but that's not why. <laughs> I found, oh, you know what's funny? He uh, he said Savage Dragon 80 was one of his pick, and so did Marcos, the letter yeah. before. So I didn't, I never thought of that cover, but apparently it struck a chord with a bunch of people. Yeah, the, well, that's, a, the, again, that is a uh, super terrific, like, just as simple as it is. But it's just like a striking image. Like again, like one of the things about Savage Dragon is you've got like over two hundred and twenty plus covers and yet he still can make like a kick ass cover, like that's yeah. like kinda different and unique. And really you look at eighty and like, yeah, there's really nothing like that in the other two hundred some covers. Like, I don't know. It's yeah, I get it. Oh, and uh I looked it up. It was Savage Dragon 120 has the Soul Star variant, which is such a weird variant. If you guys have a chance or you're listening, go online, just look up Savage Dragon 120 Soul Star variant. Yeah, it, and you it's, can not, see. It's, it's very not, hard to get. It's, it's very not, rare. It's not on SavageDragon.com. And I just, I when it came out, I just didn't understand. I don't know. It's just it's a weird cover. So someday I gotta ask Eric about that. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah, it is completely. Unrelated to anything. Yeah, it's it's not his typical cover. So I wonder if it was something to like establish a trademark or something. <sighs> like the giant weird oh, Soul right. Star he's logo like, on the he's bottom. Like rip, he's like bursting through. Yeah, yeah. With like a huge Soul Star logo on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like he's like it's like his co book or something. <laughs> he's like co headlining. Yeah, it is kind of funny how it it's like there's no real effort made to uh like you know, integrated into like it could like you could replace Bush with Soul Star or something. <laughs> but no, in the, like a typical Larson cover, you're gonna do a variant. He typically just does a different cover. So like the fact that he's just kind of it was like, it looks like it was done quick. Like just put him on the cover, bust him through the comic. So I don't know. I could be wrong, but I I feel like there's a story behind it. We'll get it. We'll we'll, we'll get to the uh, we'll get the skin. Yes. <laughs> Your FinCast hosts are on the job. <laughs> So uh, why don't you take us home by getting the fan, the listeners, and you know me and Jim hip to your uh, latest conversation topic? It's a good one. All right, so our, let's, let's get into our new interesting conversation topic for uh, so we can hear your responses. But I kind of developed this one based on the news that we had this this month with Eric going into the kind of like erotic cover book. Um, for I don't know whatever issue is going to be on but um, Eric has tried out many art experiments in different formats over the past 25 years so for example this erotic cover um, doing a digest size book uh, remember he did like the Sunday funnies in that McSweeney's magazine with like mm-hmm. a full newspaper spread he's done an all splash issue he's done European art style he did like a Remember he did for an anthology a glum story that was like Sin City style. Yep, he did. Mm-hmm. He did uh, 
20 panels counting down. Yeah, yeah. So he's done a lot of different tropes slash formats slash experiments. But I want to – I don't want to hear what your favorite is. I want to hear what you would like to see him do in Savage Dragon. So tell me what format, trope, experiment that he has not tried on Savage Dragon that you would like to see. So you can send your responses to – savagefincast at gmail.com and uh, we'll read them and discuss them but let's uh, let's turn it over to you uh, Raven and Jim and what would you like to see putting us on the spot up. well Jim right. would you like to go first warm us up oh I can go first go for it my man all black and white nice I, 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 re- I really like the dragon archives mm-hmm. I, I love seeing all that raw line work and so if he was to, like, make an issue that was specifically to be that way, I think mm-hmm. it would look amazing. I'm with you. I, I, I agree. Uh, I haven't had, like, a chance to, like, start collecting the archives and stuff. Everybody says they read different. And so yeah, I'm, they're great. I like them a lot. I would like to. And I know he works really hard. Like, uh, he's put up the side-by-sides of, like, how it looked just clean. All those star fields. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. It's like a lot of work actually goes into the archives. Like, it's not just they strip the color layer out and print it. Like, they actually work to make it look good and different. You, get, so. you ever see those, like, crappy kind of archives where they just kind of, like, photocopy? Yes. Like, oh, they, they looked horrible. One yeah. of my favorite comics of all time pulled that, and it was a mess. It was the the Noble Causes archives. They just scanned color issues, and it did not work. It doesn't. I'm gonna tell you something. I mean, I hate to shit on uh, the spit and image uh, reprint, but clearly they just scanned in color copies of the Mighty Man Normal Man backup. Oh, because the spit and image thing looks great. The Mighty Man Normal Man backup is clearly a scan, or if it's not, something else is going on. But yeah, I think you mean Megaton Man. Oh, uh, Megaton Man. My bad. Yeah, Megaton Man Normal Man. Like, that just looks like a scan of an old comic printed. That's unfortunate, yeah. because I thought that was a black and white comic. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I'm, no, I'm, I think you're right. I think it was a scan. Because, like you said, the first half looks good, and the second half looks just scanned. Hmm. Yeah, so... I, I want to say that's in my Normal Man Archives book. I'll, I'll pull that out and take a look. It's a downer. Um, it's, it's not good. So your thing is uh, black and white? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. A whole issue. Yeah, and no no gray tones. No, no grays, just stark no, black and white. Okay. Mm, inks. Only inks. I'm fucking down with that. That would be great. He's not done a whole issue. No, okay. Yeah, alright. Mine is uh, weirder, I guess. Uh, I would like to see him do something uh, more anime or manga inspired, and we know he reads it. Do we? Yep, he's talked about it before. Like, he's probably... I don't think he said he's not, a, like, a fan of any, like, ongoing... Yeah. Like, he's not reading any ongoing I mean, He's thing. reading all of One Piece. <laughs> yeah. Can you I imagine? Know he's gone to, I know he's gone to Japan and bought, like, some of the the big kind of uh, collections. Eh? What do you call those? Yeah, they'll just untranslate it. Like, sometimes he'll just buy it for the art, just to yeah, see, of like... Course. And he's mentioned before interesting things like uh, seeing crazy Japanese zipatones. Like uh, mm. they'll they have like really like everyone ex- uh, associates zipatone with like just dots, 
but they have actually zipatones of like fucking everything, just like buildings, cityscapes, trees. It, it's just it's just uh, like tissue paper, right, with dots on yep. it. Yeah, you just slap it on the paper and just put it down, and then peel the paper up, and there it is. Or no, that's not how it works. You put it down, and it stays on there. Oh, I see. So it's like a it's transfer paper. Yeah. So okay. just like that's the way it used to be. Now a lot of people do it digitally, but of course, just my, bucket fill that shit. You know, we've seen him do like uh, many artistic nods, like Minola. Uh, you know, Sin City with Frank Miller. We seen. We know. What's funny is again, you talk about things that like people don't respect and like uh, necessarily acknowledge. Is like he can kind of like change his style pretty convincingly to ape oh, yeah. other people. Yeah, yeah. And obviously Kirby. Well, mm. I would just love to say it, see. Raven. Say it. <laughs> say it, Raven. I just want to see him do something like just straight up ape some like fucking shonen like some shonen manga. Oh, you failed me, Raven. What? I thought you were gonna just throw out Tezuka. Oh, that's he wouldn't like. He wouldn't do that. Oh, Savage Dragon by way of Tezuka. Well, that would be fucking awesome. I mean, that would be awesome as shit. But there's a lot of great guys he could ape. Like the thing is, is like let's not just wait. So who's the guy you're talking about? Because I'm an idiot. The grandfather of manga, creator of Astro Boy. He basically is Japanese Jack Kirby, but what's funny is they called Jack Kirby the king of comics. Well, in Japan, they call Tezuka the god of comics. And they don't just mean Japan, they mean all comics. Because the thing is, is that, like, he had Jack Kirby levels of productivity. Tezuka is like if you took Jack Kirby, Walt Disney, and fucking uh, 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 Will Eisner and, like... Jammed them all into one guy. Mashed them into one man. And... Unlike in America, where, like, you know, companies screwed Kirby over and blah, 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 blah. And, like, Tezuka was beloved and recognized. And his estate still owns most of his work. Insanely influential. And uh, one of the, even though one of the hallmarks of, like, Japanese comics is they cover all those different topics. Like, you know, in America, we're dominated by, like, superheroes. But, like, over there, like, you can get a comic about cooking or racing or baseball or whatever else. Well, like, even that, like, Tezuka, like, did, like, different, like, here's just some sports. Here's just a doctor comic about a doctor. Blackjack, Jesus. Yeah. So, I don't know. what? uh, Blackjack is a story about a, 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 uh, how do I phrase this, a maverick surgeon who does, like, super, like, uh, um, experimental surgeries to save people that other doctors have written off. Yeah. But he char- but he's like a total dirtbag because he charges money for his services. And yet thought, somehow at the end he has a heart of gold. I thought you said Blackjack Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there is probably a Japanese character named Blackjack Jesus. But uh <laughs> No, that would be amazing. And, There's a lot and, of guys he could rip off, but And there are a lot of quote unquote superhero comics, especially because Astro Boy in a lot of respects is a superhero and a lot of things that followed Astro Boy were in the similar mold. Yeah. Only a lot of their quote unquote superheroes were giant robots like yeah. Gator Robo and Bazinger Z. Yeah, so I mean I guess I, that's all I'm saying is like whoever Devil, he chooses Devil to Man. Ape, like whoever he chooses to ape, it would just be awesome to see what he could do with like like we know he can like do a super kick ass fight scene, but like I'm if, just saying like decompressed. If you, if you think Eric Larson draws violent comics, read some fucking Getter Robo. <laughs> Read some what? People, peep, get a robo. G-E-T-T-E-R robo. 
Like better only <laughs> fucking children. I think are, it, are are they ghetto Robo. <laughs> ghetto Robo. <laughs> it needs to exist. You guys are like opening uh, up this whole other world that I know nothing about. Devil Man's origin story is basically what a giant like book length orgy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no, it's it's just you know again it's just be interesting to see him. He doesn't even have to like particularly ape a certain artist or whatever else. I'm just saying like to see him his take on many of the tropes like but you know how Savage World was kind of like oh you know this is Savage Dragon by way of Kirby. Yeah. Like it would just be cool to see him do even just a short arc where like I don't know for whatever reason you want to make up but like he's just where he's going as hard at those tropes as he can. Yeah. So yeah that's my pick just something we know that he picks up untranslated shit on his trips to Japan and we know that he sees that stuff and whatever else it'd just be I'd cool like to see his take I'd like to just see Malcolm or Dragon like go to Japan and like meet a bunch of like analogs like how Mighty Man and Super Patriot are analogs just <laughs> have him meet an Astro Boy or a giant robot of some kind and it, the thing is I feel or like it, Sailor Moon. it wouldn't even be so out of place only because uh, the funny thing about Malcolm is Malcolm's favorite movie is Speed Racer of course it is and Malcolm likes Street Fighter. His favorite Street Fighter is Blanca. And of course it is. And so it's like Malcolm has, like Malcolm thinks Flash Mercury is awesome because he reminds him of Speed Racer. And so it's like, it's not that far a stretch at all. He likes Maxine's outfit because it's Sailor Moon style. It's like, it's not that far. I think it's could totally happen. And, there and you Craig, go. I and would Craig, dig it. How about right. you? Mine's going to sound so simple now. Mundane. <laughs> I just want an all-silent issue. <gasps> ah, That's not too simple? Dude, that was my number two pick. Eric has said multiple times he's already done that and doesn't want to do it again. When? Where? He he def- in his Defenders run. He did the Little. Defenders one with Hulk. Well, I but. never read it. <laughs> and if not that, then a 3D issue. with. And now, it's got to come with a pair of Savage Dragon 3D glasses. Yeah, I believe you said that that was a that was an editorially mandated event, uh, company wide, and I don't think he enjoyed it very much because it was like super difficult. I still agree with Craig though. That was actually, dude. Don't feel any shame at all about the all silent issue. I would love that is one of the hardest kinds of comics to make. Right, feel satisfying and feel satisfying, and I would love to see his attempt at an all silent issue these days. With how long ago is Defenders? Jesus, I have no idea. Yeah, I think it was new when I was like 2001. So I'm just saying, like, how many years of skill and talent has he got under his belt now? Like, I'm sure he'd kick way more ass at it. And to be honest, that issue was hilarious. You got to read; it's a great issue. I think as much as he complained about it. Because in his Defenders run, he just had, like, Namor and Hulk constantly fighting. It was so good. <laughs> that Defenders series was, was great. I love that that series because Larson just really played up the old school Marvel. You know, again, with the Namor and Hulk just constantly picking on each other throughout the whole... I think it was, like, ten issues or something. But something like ten or twelve. It was a, it was a maxi series, I believe. Yeah. Dude... Cool, great, great picks, both of you. Like, fantastic. All right, so is it that time? <gasps> Meat and potatoes. Oh, let me get my book out. And let me remind the, the listener to send any of their 
uh, answers their replies to savagefincast at gmail.com. And uh, just remember, we're looking for uh, gimmicks that have not been seen in the book. So, I know that you got something out there that we haven't even thought of. Even if you agree with us, and you're like, yes, I want to see a black and white, yes, I want to see a silent, just, you know, give us your spin, like, what it, what makes you want that? Like, so that's cool. Yeah, throw it out there. We just want to hear from you. So let's get into 224. I'm, I'm super stoked to talk about this issue. This issue is just great. Oh, you are kidding. It shattered me. From the cover. From the cover to the end. He said shattered him. I got that pun. Ha ha ha. It's good, guys. It's good. This is a kick-ass issue. This is a great... This has been a great arc. Yeah, yeah. So let's, let's kick it off into the, the beginning scene where it kind of continues from last episode where our heroes yep. are getting overrun by the horde of Dimension X creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is kind of a unique issue where it just sort of continues from last issue. Like, Yeah, he hasn't done that a lot lately. I mean, he used to all the time, it seems. Right. Cl- clearly one month has passed. <laughs> They've been fighting for a month solid. <laughs> well, my thing is that these dudes put on underwear between issues. Did they? <laughs> what? Yeah, their dongs aren't out. As much. Uh, as some of them are. Some are? Okay. Maybe, maybe some we'll of them are just that. freer than others. I'm on the dong watch. <laughs> no, this is like, yeah, just like just this uh, the action, just like from page one, the action. Like, just boom, you know, Malcolm bleeding out the mouth and just like... I love Angel just getting her head stepped on. Yeah. <laughs> Runch. Her head just getting pushed into the rock and stone. Or even the so cool crater head. Yeah, how cool is that visual? There, there's a mutant with craters all over his head. Also blind? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very, very tiny, like, very, very tiny eyes. Maybe his, oh, maybe those aren't nostrils. Maybe those are eyes. Oh, he's got nostrils. Yeah, nostrils are just, you know, where about where a nose would be. Yes, his eyes are all little. Oh, he does have tiny, he has tiny eyes on the side of his head. Tiny okay. little eyes. Yep. Okay. I thought he had, like, his whole face was, like, scrunched closed. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and now we get the we get one of the coolest splashes, man. No, just joke. because it's freak force back straight on from the, the pages of Mighty Man. When I when you guys flipped that, where you just like, yes, like I, I felt yes. <laughs> yes, the real heroes are here finally. <laughs> no, it was awesome. Like it is just a badass spread. Barbaric just says, here comes the motherfucking Calvary, boys and girls. <laughs> I love it. Look how awesome, like, you, it's easy to forget because she's such a goofy character. But look how badass Hordus looks. It's yeah, like, dude. Be- best she's ever looked. It's funny because we'll talk about on the next page. There's something else like that. I feel like these characters, like, just have new life in them. Because, like you just said, that Hordus pose is freaking awesome. Yeah. I think uh, Super Patriot looks awesome. Like, the bullets just coming from his fingers and just piercing all those alien heads. If Mm -hmm. I could make one complaint. Boo. I think there's there's a tangent problem going on with with, uh, Daddy Dragon. How dare you? He looks like fucking (laughs) Gall Man. 
He looks like Doll Man. He looks tiny. He looks like Ant Man. That's just because Ricochet is or Barbaric's so big. I, I well, there's that. <laughs> Barbaric's proportions do make it even look even smaller. But like, there's a spike. There's a horde of spike like going right over. Like, there's a tangent going on with his uh with his fin, and it makes when you look at it at a glance, it makes it look like he's in front of her. I won't. I won't allow it. Overruled. <laughs> okay. Overruled. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Overruled. Uh, no, I, th- here's the thing. I do see what you're saying now that you're pointing it out. Now I can't unsee it. But I don't care. Okay. There's <laughs> too much goodness going on. We're going to overlook that. It is. It's like if you bit into a burrito and like a spider crawled out the end, you still bit into a good burrito. Can I tell you guys, like, the colors are amazing. Like, look at the cloud of smoke, like, around, like, Mighty Man's head, Malcolm. Like, the colors on that cloud. Yes. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Just, and again, talking about coloring, like, to color a scene with this many characters and different color schemes and their costumes and action and there was lightning and bullet effects and just to make it all still look, like, readable, clear, and kick-ass. Well, it's very red and orange, but then it, like, turns blue there. Yeah, well... I think Nikos is the master of doing this. Like, he can do, like, these orange and red pages, and then you flip the page, mm-hmm. and then it's blue. Or he also does, like like you're saying, Jim, with, like, uh, the, what's her name, Marsha, uh, yeah. lightning girl, a woman, or whatever, mm-hmm. Connor. Like, you'll see your eye will travel from one side to the other, and it'll go from, like, orange to blue. It's just good stuff, good stuff. And he can just switch it up on the page. So you're not seeing a yellow and orange kind of colored book throughout you know you're mm-hmm. getting orange and yellow one story and then you know the other plot of the story is blue or just a just a master of coloring yeah like as soon as you flip like like just like you said like you flip the page you know there's a scene change just from the overall feel of the yeah yeah of the page yeah yep i do want to say dong watch there is a dong right next to angel's head on the splash page yep Oh, good, good one. <laughs> I just missed that. A good one. I, how'd you miss that State Fair zucchini? I don't know. <laughs> I love that. Just like one last love on this like double page spread is like if you look, like even Alex is just yeah, under she's like in the back. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like holy shit, bros. I I love that alien that's getting his mouth like shot out. Like, I love his <laughs> eyes. Like, I love his design. What a cool... I don't know. Just good stuff. It's badass. Yep. Sure would make a good poster for sale. Good old uh, Kevin, a.k.a. Thunderhead. Ruins his best suit. Yep. Max now there's a hero. Knocked out. <laughs> I'd be more worried about his back. He's super-powered. Like, aggravated. Well, yeah, but remember, he was paralyzed for a while, or at least he was... Oh, yeah, that's right. He had nerve damage. He appears to have recovered significantly since. But I'm sure having a building fall on it doesn't help. Man, let's hope that doesn't go anywhere, Jim. But good point. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, uh, I don't want to see Thunderhead paralyzed. Wheelchair Tight. Thunderhead? Like, wouldn't that be tragic? <laughs> Tell you what, um... Not to move ahead, but I can't contain my excitement. If there was one page of Savage Dragon I think I could buy right now, mm-hmm. it would be 
this page with the four panels yeah. after the Thunderhead scene. Yeah. Every single character looks badass. Yes. This is a I don't, fucking killer page. I don't think Barbaric has ever looked cooler. <laughs> I knew... You know what's funny? You said... Craig sent a message and he was like, there's a character who I don't think has ever looked cooler than he does in this issue. And I knew you were fucking talking about that picture of Barbaric. This whole page. Super Patriot, just badass... Barbaric badass, Jennifer just knocking some dude's head off, Malcolm knocking some teeth out. Dongs everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Man, I, think, it, uh, I think this page is one of the coolest pages. Look at the ear. Like in the Super Patriot panel, just look at the <laughs> shredded ear. Yeah, he's just going to town. Just I love floating. all the braca, 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 braca. So good. That is never not. Here's the thing: the first time I saw that was in Savage Dragon, and that is never not a badass visual. Yeah. Just like you know, Braca 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 behind like you know, Super Patriot blasting away. Yes. Always a winner. Even Alex, like, just again in the background still, but it's like just to have such a like huge cast and such an actiony. I don't know. It's good, bros. It's good. It's so good. Firing on all cylinders. Where's Alex in these panels? Panel two. With Barbaric. Oh, is that her in the background? Just above the boot. Okay. I just love that mutant that's got his, like, broken tusk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> even angels, like, on top of a dude with their hands covered in blood. And again, it's funny because, like, my love, my growing love of Smasher. Just, she is a oh, badass. By How, the end like, of this issue, I have... To say something that will ruin her again for us all. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. First. Just the dynamics of it, like Smasher on that page, like her lunge forward. Just, ah, just this whole page is so well drawn. Yeah, with the dude's foot all big in the foreground. Yeah, <laughs> like, like coming at you, like his big toe and stuff. His head didn't change position. The rest of it, it did. He he <laughs> was hauling. He was running so hard that like he just got decapitated and the head kept going. Crack. <laughs> oh, it's good, dude. Talking about colors again, just like look at the blood spatters. Like, there's a lot of work even in the coloring. Yeah. So good. It's good, dudes. So, we thought Glum was hitting the go button at the end of the last issue, but apparently he still had more technical support. Yeah, he, he still needed to, you know, figure it out. He was still put. He was still, you know, narrowing things down. Do you guys, like, when you, uh, so you're talking about the page now, Glum is kind of tapping away at the computers in Dark World's lair, and... He's hacking the universe. Yeah, so he's like, I've determined that SD75-30.1 is Angel's Earth, and I got, like, all crazy into it, like, is that Savage Dragon 75? Is he, like... See, I think I think there's, the, those are in-jokes as well. That I do, right. too, but I didn't know what it was. So... That's, well, uh, 75's easy, that's Savage World. That's when that's it turns the, that's the... Right. But then, we'll see as we get along, he's got other universes with different letters that I couldn't make heads or tails of it, anything of that, but... Maybe the I'm listeners pr- got it. I'm pretty sure SD75 is just a reference to issue 75 being the first issue of the Savage World. Well, does the uh, 30.1 have any significance? Well, 75 is the, yeah, well, it's the last real the last issue, issue of... Of Angel's oh, right. Earth, I think... That's right. I had it backwards. 75 is the last issue before the jump. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, am I? No, I think we're wrong about that. Seventy-five. Look at Seventy-five is. Seventy-six is the first Savage World when I mean seventy-five. It shows him get blat. Like the last page is like him, in like the body of Damien Dark Lord next to him. Like the Negaton bomb goes off or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy-five. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, and then yeah, seventy-six okay. opens up with him in this Savage World. Gotcha. Dragon crushes his head and everything changes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if that means anything. I wanted to try to put some kind of meaning to it, and I couldn't figure it out. I think you're right. It seems blatant to not be a reference. SD 75-30.1. So, SD 75 is crystal clear. Oh, fuck. You know what? Was issue 30 Angel's first appearance? Mm, I don't know. Maybe first not. appearance was blood uh, was a yeah, miniseries. I mean, like first appearance in Savage in Dragon. the book. Like maybe know. it's seventy five to thirty, like counting down. Oh, maybe that, that's, that might be a stretch. We'll have to look into it. If you know readers or listeners, if you if you got a clue or a theory, email it in. We, like I'd love to just like hear what somebody else thinks about it. Especially, like you said, Craig, that one to me was obviously Savage Dragon something something whatever. The other ones, like FF yada yada, I couldn't, I got nothing. Yeah. Freak Force. (laughs) Anyway. But, uh, yeah, also too interesting, I guess, insight, like, just uh, talking about Glum, like, uh, Dark Lord is just up to some, like, whole nother level shit like I didn't think of him as like creating like entire dimensions just for like what? Well he's manipulating time in Savage Dragon whenever you alter the timeline you create a new dimension oh, got so it. That's, okay. that's all you really have to do is go back in time and fuck something up got it you're right okay like that, like that time that Dragon got sent back in time before he went back to the original universe when he saved uh, Ann Stevens Yep, and create another timeline. Yeah, that sort of thing. And that is a consistent rule because when he went back and like Teen Dark Lord, like Teen Dark Lord told him, he's like, "Well, you didn't actually save your old timeline; like it's still out there." He's right. like, "All you did was create a new timeline," and like Dragon's like, "Close enough." And I was okay. Yep, you're good. We're on the same page. Gotcha. More action, and here's where immediately the effects of Glum's fuckery begin to take. Effect. Have, have we ever seen this kind of thing done in a comic book where uh, alternate reality is kind of shown as like shattered glass like this? Uh, undoubtedly, I feel like <sighs> I don't feel like I've ever seen this as like. I, don't I think, think I've, I, have. I feel like I've seen it that sort of motif in like Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, all right, I, I've never read that so. I feel like the shattered glass, like, floating three-dimensionally, like, above the page, though, mm. that kind of yeah. feels like something I don't think I've seen. I read Crisis on Infinite it's just, Earths. It's a really good effect, you know? It's like, yeah. if, he, if he developed it, that's brilliant, you know? And well, again, coloring to make, like, it crystal clear that those panels are, like, you know, not the main storyline. It's, like, right. alternate reality things. It's, like, their right. memories. Yeah. If this is all from one Earth, it's a really bad Earth. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Dragon fucks up uh, Super Patriot, and then uh, 
What a brutal Betty, panel. Bet, Betty kills his mo- her mom. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. I was like, oh, man. like, Because, you know, just a little kid with superpowers. Uh, and is that is that Dragon or is that Malcolm that's punching Super Bay? I think it's Looks dragon. like Dragon that, that, to me. That's Dragon. It's probably... It's just probably knocking something. his jaw off. <laughs> it's awesome. And Alex is dead, too. You know, yeah, can I say something that's... Go ahead. Sorry, Raven. No, no, go ahead. Something that's really cool that I never really mentioned is... Look at the third panel of Super Patriot. His fingers, the design of his fingers are just another cool thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I hate to, like, be like that guy. Hey, like, I'm not high <laughs> or anything like that, but, like... Just... Well, they, they look like muscles and tendons. Yeah, and, I mean, he's always drawn them like that, but it's just a real neat design. It just yeah. looks cool as shit. Sorry. That's why Super Patriot is one of those characters that, like, I don't ever care if he's not real-timed out of the book. Like, he's just a badass visual. Yeah. Well, he's got a yeah. good hook. He's 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 super soldier, so he's essentially ageless, if you want him to be. Yeah. I'm okay with and that. And he's half robot, so... Right. How about His that torso weird villain? Age. How about that weird villain behind him? With a fucking weird... <laughs> Like that brood looking The brood. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. I was like, look at the brood. <laughs> well, I got a question for you. Here, here's a, uh, we, we always tend to have the uh, how'd you interpret it moment. Did it feel to you fellas like as this reality, reality change uh, happened where Dragon kills Alex, like evil Dragon here, did it feel to you like uh, Alex disappears? From the top panel to the second panel, uh, like wiped no. out of reality because I, she died. I, I I feel like these the implication here is it's just memories that are changing. Yeah, I didn't get that. Yeah, but all. if you killed Alex, wouldn't she like disappear? Like no, uh, it just you'd have a memory of it, and she would still be alive. The, the whole point of all this is that you have conflicting memories. Okay, so reality is not you, actually. You have, all right, so you have the base universe. We'll call uh-huh. it SD-75. Right, right. Or no, I guess that's... Anyway. You have the base universe that we're currently in. Mm-hmm. And what Glum is doing is trying to glue... He's like merging them. Merge, but not the worlds. I think he's just merging the memories. I feel like as the memory... I feel like as the worlds merge, the way I interpret it... Because you'll see later in the comic, this has to jump ahead. Like, I can't not, like, mention this. But he says the other world blinks out of existence. Right, the one he's merging into. Right, the, so he, he, the screen so goes taken, blank. He's taken hmm. all of, like, the memories of that world, grafting them onto this one, and it destroys the other one in the process. So the way I interpreted this, right, the way I was reading this, hmm. is as these realities change... Like, yeah, these memories happen, but, like, shit's merging. So, like, but, Alex is gone. Like, he's like, Jesus, Alex, I'm I'm sorry. We're like, why would he be sorry if she's still alive? I think just because he's... I took it as just because he's seeing it in his head. And he's, yeah, like, he's talking to himself. Like, I mean, he doesn't gotta, know what's gotta, going on. Later in the book, he's got another memory of him marrying Alex. Well, that's because the realities keep changing. Yeah. Like, Glum changes. And I'll, I'll further support my theory... Later yeah, on, with, I right feel now. like there's more evidence to support my theory there later on. We'll keep rolling. But is Super Patriot, does he gone. not show up right after? He's also gone until later when he comes back. 
maybe because things right merge. That's the way. See, because here's the thing: the way that four panel sequence rolls, right? It's real fast, but. I'll just lay it all out here. So Super Patriot is there. Then you see the Super Patriot getting killed. And he's like down here. And then like sort of he's like, you know, I don't know. We don't. Maybe his hand was meant to be fading or something like Back to the Future style or whatever. But you actually see him start to recall himself being killed. And then you don't see him again in that sequence. And then like, you know, again, her like uh, Mighty Man's like, was it Betsy Bradford? Yeah. Betsy remembering her mom being killed. You know, why would she be freaked out? Yeah, it's a freaky memory, but, like, you know... She's a kid. If it seems real. Yeah, that's the whole point. It is real to them. Kind of the way they act, though, to support it, when Angel and... When Angel and him go into the other dimension, I don't know, it's weird, because they do kind of act, like, more loving, like... Right, because they have those memories. So they have... Their memories are starting to merge. Yeah, so they're gonna do that, because they have those experiences, and it's gonna be hard to you know, differentiate them from, to them, that's their status quo now. I could be way off base. I don't think think you're way off. I think it's two things. Like, I know, I definitely feel like their memories are merging, so they're receiving memories from a different reality, so to them it actually happened. But you could also be right, Raven, where people are starting, that dead are fading away because there's nothing, like you said, they're not showing up after you see him die. But later on we see Thunderhead in his alternate reality, he's taken a criminal path. Uh So in that reality, why would he be where he is if, if, if physical locations are changing? Well, I guess that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. They're merging though. He doesn't, I don't know. He's still, that's the thing that kind of shoots my theory in the foot is that Thunderhead... Maxine, Thunderhead, and the kids are all still there, even while around them, the memories are changing to the point where that would none of oh, them that's would be true. where they are. That's that true. Time. The kids wouldn't be there. Kids wouldn't even be around, because Malcolm would have been with Angel. Right. And, not, and married to Angel. So, yeah. I think it's just the memories. I think it's just the memories. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of like that was... I was just curious. I was like, I knew the memories for sure. But then, like, there was that sequence, like, again, he's like, oh, you know, Alex, I'm sorry. Like, you don't see her in that panel, and you don't see Super Patriot. And then later you do see them, and again, like, clearly things change. But okay, sorry. Didn't mean to derail things. I guess what you're saying is that the next time we see them, it's another reality being merged in. Well, bingo, because he just slaps it all together. Yeah. So I was like, well, I could see that. But you're right. Thunderhead shoots that theory in the foot big time. I think it's just panel uh, composition coincidences yeah well Uh, he wouldn't be acting heroic either and like saving babies and maxine if he was a criminal so yeah you're right he's just got those memories he's choking out aunt may (laughs) i love it i love love, his old shirt yeah his old duds with his like weird 70s stripy pants too (laughs) i love it dude (laughs) to me that's still iconic thunderhead I feel yeah. bad for Maxine through this sequence. Milksop Maxine. Oh, her whole life is like so lame and shitty. <laughs> it is. And not even in this reality. As you see it, he keeps changing realities. She's just <laughs> milksop. In every dimension. That was the thing. In every dimension, like alternate, like her life is boring and lame. <laughs> and I was like, oh, poor Maxine. Clearly, SD75. Dot thirty dot one is your best dimension. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we derailed bad. I'm sorry. 
No, it's good. It's I, I I don't really feel like we derailed, but Malcolm and uh, Malcolm and Angel go after Glum. They make their way to the portal. Time to shut it all down. So here's a question: Does Angel just not wear bras? I mean, would you if you were Angel? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I guess that maybe the. Oh, she wasn't wearing a costume, right? No, she was just having her clothes ripped off, which makes sense. I just remember remember when when uh when uh was it Jack ripped her shirt off? Mm-hmm. She wasn't wearing a bra then either. Just must not. Not everybody does. You got to think. Here's the thing. I know you're gonna laugh, right? Here comes the dumb. Raven. <laughs> I like how we have to have Raven tell us not everybody does. <laughs> well, really? no. All I'm gonna say is like, uh, this is just dumb. I'm such a moron. But here it goes anyway. <laughs> Like, hey, it's for support. So it's like, if you're a superhero and you're super fit and shit, do you really need support? You know what I mean? I mean, when they slap you in the face, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't think you'd be, I don't think it'd be an issue, would it? Uh, Jim right. said, I don't know. <laughs> and it, it's it's all about, like, too, like, all right, like, my ex used to be like, oh, they hurt. Like, when she'd jog and stuff, and be like, <laughs> she'd be like, they jog too much, they hurt. And I'd be like, well, I guess if you were a superhero, that wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> Yeah, Angel's not gonna get hurt by jostling about and whatnot. So I don't know. That's that was my. It just seems like it would be annoying getting slapped in the face. I think about superhero boobs a lot. What can I say? But <laughs> 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 I thought this through. Uh, terrific. And that was the name of the Fincast. <laughs> I was way off base, bros. There's a lot of villain donks in this one. Yeah, there really is. There's a ton. Yeah, so never mind. Never mind that criticism. It's weird because even though, like, I'm super down, I'm super team Maxine, like, there's always that part of me that's kind of okay with Malcolm and Angel. See, I'm the opposite. I'm still weirded out I by can't, it. I can't see them together. They're too much siblings. Yeah. I know, but, guys, but they're not. I Yeah, genetically <laughs> and I don't like it just because it's too much like Dragon and Jennifer there's that too True, Dragon and Jennifer too, Jennifer harder <laughs> well you know it's just the angel's not lame not a lame ass <laughs> you I'll notice you the, when I go ahead no 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 go ahead you, you, I've been I talking way s- too much the, the page where they're in the other dimension and they're just smashing aliens mm-hmm. it kind of reminded me of that that issue with Alex and the Lummox when she had blood all over her. There's so much blood on this page. <laughs> yeah. And then so the Starfield. Awesome. Bloodlust. Yes. And again, like, you know, outside of Invincible, like, what other comic, what other hero comic is going to, like, you know, when a super powered person punches a normal powered person, there should be exploding. <laughs> Angels just so, punching so this aliens, alien. These, these aliens are normal, normal powered humans. I think compared to like <laughs> you, butthole. <laughs> <laughs> you got me, okay. <laughs> uh, they're not normal powered humans. You win. They're, they're normal. Call them a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> you busted me. You busted me. You got me. <laughs> I like how Angels just punching this guy's head and just his eyes flying out. It was awesome so action. Gross. 
Like all throughout this issue, this is just great. Another it's dong. The visceral ass kicking of this issue. I know we praise it uh, from time to time, but it just always is worth mentioning just like how much action is in an issue of Savage Dragon, and yet there's also story. Yeah. Just, it's nuts, dude. I love how we get that, the, the view of Dark Lord's lair finally in its entirety. Yeah! It's the, a big sphere. It's the planet, right? And then it's got like that Star Wars type monster in the corner, like that Jim Henson puppet. That's like, yeah, just hanging <laughs> out, just just being a Dimension X monster, <laughs> as you do. Ah, oh, it's good. Looks great. So interestingly, Glum hasn't been affected by this, which ties into my theory that there's only one Glum. Well, he has more memories. No, no, he says he doesn't. I thought he said it. I he says, felt... memories, memories should have been flooding into my head about the two of us enthralled in bliss. Uh, Instead I of felt... her gentle oh. caress, I felt more, so I'm assuming more. Oh, okay, I missed that part. I must have stopped reading. <laughs> I, guess he, I guess there are multiple glums. Damn. Yeah, I, I, I was like, I was, I was reading it, I was like, oh, Jim's gonna shit. Fascinating. So what could... Earth GF04 to 16.5. Grizzly fucked. Because <laughs> think of all the evil shit that happened in it. It's pretty bad. No, I'm kidding. That, that's a dumb joke, but like what? Like any theory? Any thought at all? No, I don't really. Girlfriend <laughs> 04. <laughs> since he marries Alex in this universe. Like part of me was hoping that it meant something, but. It's funny you should say girlfriend, Jim. I wondered if it meant girlfriend. Because if you're going to relate an entire dimension to Savage Dragon, then I wonder... This if, is the Al Alex Married Dragon universe. Yeah. The girlfriend 04. The fourth... Like, is Alex the fourth girl? I doubt it. She's, like, the third. Because you had... Rapture, Jennifer... Oh, oh, she would be the fourth. Motherfucker. Rapture, Jennifer... Who's the third? No, the first. Who is the first is the question. Oh, who's the first? The first is Debbie Harris. Oh. What if you're right? What if it's Girlfriend 04? What if the universes are related to Savage Dragon? Like, the whole universe, like, all of Dark Lord's shit. But so, then what would FF yada yada mean? Fantastic so, four. he's saying Freak Force. <laughs> Freak Force makes sense. He's saying GF04 to 16.5 is the universe that we were reading about it's before it got merged. Yep. Oh. Oh, it's the universe... No. It's not. Yeah. Why? Was that the universe that we've been reading up to this point? I yes. feel like it is. Oh, oh, yep. That, that doesn't, my theory doesn't work. It doesn't stand for girlfriend. Because FF, yeah, would be Freak Force, because there's a lot of Freak Force in this universe. <laughs> this is total bullshit. <laughs> just, yeah, I, I don't. It. I don't think it's supposed to mean anything, guys. Maybe it means nothing. We'll have it's just weird that Eric. the first the first time they mentioned it, it was SD. Come on. Yeah, it's got it. That's got to mean Savage Dragon. Y yeah, seventy five. Seventy five. Yeah, got to. Furious masturbating. Can I just say hilarious? <laughs> I mean, that's funny. 
right? Think a little glum. Just think of the visual. Hilarious that he That's put that in there. <laughs> Furious, even. <laughs> Instead of feeling Angel's gentle caress, I felt more world-conquering, planet-reshaping, and furious masturbating. <laughs> it's perfect. That's too funny. Ah, uh, glum. Super evil, yet also hilarious. So, yeah, and then we get the next universe where Dragon marries Alex and Super Patriot kills everyone, as he is often wont to do. Yeah, had the old neck slug. Is that, is that, the, is there a ne- neck slug? No, no, I'm just joking about how he's turned evil in the past. Yeah, it, it, could, he, be ne- it could be, it could be neck slugs or cyberface or yeah. a bad day. Yeah, he's 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 just an ass kicker. He's just an old ass kicker. Maybe, maybe Project Rebirth kept their claws in him this time. Yeah, could have been like a Covenant of the Sword dealy. Yeah, again, the shattered panel thing is just badass. Just looks good here. Greedy ass Jennifer, is this why you said we should hate her? Alex, <laughs> no, not, no, not, not, no, no, not yet. So greedy. Don't be greedy. <laughs> Why can't you be happy? Why can't you feel compersion? Don't be greedy. (laughs) Be happy for your friend. Whatever. Selfish. And then so, okay, this is what made me sort of think. I was like, well, okay, like, maybe, like, because they go from, like, uh, they're like suddenly having the uh, different memories of, like, now I'm with Tierra, you know, and I married Frank. And then there's poor Maxine again, just looking on longingly in the background. It's like, a <laughs> poor Maxine. But, like, I, I just thought that that was, like, you know, clearly I thought shit was changing. But I thought it was just, like, you know, the universe kind of working itself out, you know? To where it's like, okay, yeah, they're together right now. But also, everything was different. But, yeah, you're right. Thunderhead shoots that all in the foot. Because, again, there's Thunderhead getting killed. Mm-hmm. And yet he's right there. No, no, Kevin, help me. And yet there's Thunderhead getting his jaw smashed off. So, by probably dragon. That looks like a dragon fist. I mean, a Malcolm fist. Yeah. That Come thing grabbing Maxine's got a huge slong too. <laughs> She's not well, too space, space space barbarians. What you gonna do? <laughs> wear pants? I don't think so. I mean, if I had a if I was a space dong monster, I wouldn't wear underwear. Look, what's he got? What's he got to hide? I love the Maxine, like, looking over Tierra's shoulder as they care for their baby. <laughs> I know, dude. Or, like, Maxine just in the books again. Yeah. And, the, and then what's that little stick figure, Maxine, on the other shard on the bottom of the page? Just a backpack. You have to assume. <laughs> she's just, assume there's books in there. You just hear the Incredible Hulk theme song and she's walking. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> I like this room, uh, just to say it's cool, just a room full of skulls. Glum's little lair. Yeah, I can dig it. Taking pointers from Dar 2, I see. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, so uh, we got another four-panel. Again, more like more nerd Maxine. Well, that four-panel one, like, so now Malcolm's, like, mind's getting merged because he says, leave my wife alone, and he's... Mm-hmm. So he thinks he's married to Angel. Is that well, what it is? Oh no, because it was Tierra there, right? They returned to Dimension. Uh, they returned to Earth. Like Malcolm right. and Angel are like, we better get back before anything else gets fucked up. 
And so when Malcolm comes running through and smashes, oh, the all right, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. He's, so he's, he's looking for Tierra. So he's married to Maxine again. I, I'm sorry, he's looking for Maxine. Yeah. So uh, you gotta wonder if it's just it's not super hard to separate these memories, or is it chosen one memory control uh, immune system? Well, the baby yells, "Daddy." That's yeah, I think they're just like they've got all these false memories, but they still remember. <laughs> like Maxine, that monster was going to dash dash. It's like ah, you'd be okay with it. Come on, Maxine, we heard you. We heard you talking about it in the previous misshapen dong. Hmm. I like Marsha's suck it fuck face. <laughs> Did you notice in the in the last panel, there's a giant schlong on the bottom of the panel, just sitting there. <laughs> I didn't notice that. It's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, it's good. Like, yeah, the team's all there. They're super patriot and barbaric and hordus and like everything. Skinny standing. dragon. <laughs> and that's yeah, Alex in the very far right. Happens oh yeah, soon. yeah. Even now, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an idiot. That's that people weren't disappearing. Come on. There's no. But problem. then. Oh yeah, dude, this page. Talk about another killer, like, another killer splash page. Like, how'd you dudes feel when you flipped the page and saw this? Memories. <laughs> Made me wonder, were these, no, these can't be all redrawn. No, no, they're definitely not. They're all from, they're all taken from issues. I know that for a fact. There might be maybe one or two, but I don't think so. I think... I think that they're all from prior issues. Everything I see, I recognize from a prior issue. I believe so as well. I, I also think they're all from prior issues. Dude, how stoked were you to see Paul Dragon? I know, dude. I know. What'd you guys think? When you first saw him down there, what what was like went through your mind? I was just stoked that he added it. I was like, finally, like, I don't know. It's like... <laughs> It kind of put him into the Savage Dragon universe in a way. Because he's always been mentioned. Like, we know him. We know he exists. But, like, he's never been mentioned in the book. Like, 225 issues and somehow. It's good, yeah. dude. Yeah, totally. So does Dragon have all of his memories? Or does someone get named Paul have all of his memories? Who knows? <laughs> we'll soon see. I love. Does, does I Paul love Dragon have a have his own origin, or is it just vague? I don't know. I don't. I never read graphic fantasy. Gotcha. I don't know that he ever got into his origin. Small I'm sure fan. he knows it and knew it's something different. But I like that you guys call him Paul Dragon. To me, he's small fin dragon. <laughs> Look at that fin. Actually, there's a lot of other dragons here in general. Yeah. We got. We got. Um, What's his fa- fucking face when he when he, they merge bodies? Johnson. Yeah, Johnson. What's his first you got, name? You got, uh, you got Johnson himself, and then you've got in costume Johnson. Yeah, because that one when he has the green eyes, he's like that's when they merged, and he had. Mm. You got virus here, and you got dark dragon. Yep, you got evil evil twin dragon there, couple like a cur- couple of curs. Dragon getting blown by Horridus. <laughs> you know, the classic moments. Hilarious. Smooch by She-Dragon. 
Angel getting killed by a sharp piece of metal again. The imposter getting blasted in half. Mm. William Johnson, right? William, yes, of course. Yeah, so the I, don't, I don't remember when did Jennifer like smash Super Patriot in the face. What are you looking at? Uh, far right panel, three down. Uh, that might be seventy-five. Right when she was crazy. That's right. He did try to infiltrate. There was like a whole slew of them. Right. That was girlfriend thirty-two. I love Kerr just eating the other dragon. <laughs> yes. Uh, There's that famous scene of Malcolm Dragon seeing the future again that we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's interesting about the composition of this page is it is mostly old man dragon. Right. Like, this is mostly old man dragon. There's Actually, just, yeah. There's no, almost no Malcolm here. Well, there's Malcolm's birth. There's the right. pivotal, you know, 15-year-long bond Malcolm. You see Malcolm and the kids... And then there's just a smidge into Angel in there, too. And just a oh. touch of Smasher. There's Dragon Bone and Marcy. <laughs> but, yeah, for the most part, this is, like, super old man Dragon. I love uh, Covenant of the Sword, Super Patriot. Yeah. Awesome. It's awesome as shit. This is great. This is great double-page spread. And and then we then we get the really cool thing where we get to see the Kerr timeline where he kills everybody. Yeah. And that gets merged in too. That really messes with people's heads. <laughs> Did Dad just kill everybody? Okay, that was weird. <laughs> and what's with Jennifer with the the big Jennifer panel? Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's the okay. Now is the moment. Uh oh, ru- ruin yes. Jennifer forever. Uh oh. Remember how interesting she was that she had a seventeen-year blank. Uh huh. That would be gone now, because now she would have all the memories of Savage World Jennifer. Tell you what, though, this page blew me go. away. This page blew me away. The the this night. What is it? Twelve panels. Yeah. I uh this is the scene we wanted to see. Yeah. I mean we always felt like we got gypped and didn't get to see she died off panel and it was kind of a right. lousy way to kill off a major character. Oh that that's why she's got that look cuz she's remembering all of this. Good man. Good yeah. man. Yeah. That is it. Yep. So that's why the panel ends were there. Because at the time Angel was brainwashed by Mr. Glum and she mm-hmm. doesn't recognize her mom and this was all explained like and her mom's in a wheelchair because that building fell on top of her. Remember when right. Angel got big? So this was what actually happened that we never got to see. Yeah, and that was what was so awesome. Talk about like your 15-year long bombs. Like how long ago was it that that was the off-panel like and again, I, a lot of people a bit a lot of people bitched about that. Like I've heard so many people be like it sucks that she got killed off-panel. And boom, here you are. Yeah. Pay off. I was one of those people. I just thought it was a weird way to get rid of a character. And I always thought maybe she wasn't really dead or hiding or something. So to get this panel finally is like, to get this page is... Well, she's not dead anymore because now she's got all her memories. <laughs> You're right. Well, there goes the woman out of time element. That's, that's, yeah, that, that doesn't make me super happy. Well, we'll see. Well, uh, I think it's interesting 
because I did prefer the woman out of time element. It made her like sympathetic and more interesting. Mm-hmm. But who the fuck even knows what's going to come of all this madness? I know, right? You know, it's crazy, too, with, like, the time, like, the real time stuff. Angel looks like a young teen here, and she looks older now. Yeah. <laughs> I like how she's still got her dot eyes. She's still very much got her, like, angel dot eyes. Still not wearing a bra. Mm. See, Jim? I guess she's always not worn a bra. Just grew up not wearing one. It's consistent. So now Angel's, her mind is finally merging with, like, the Angel that Glum wants. See, that's the weird, well, I, okay, I guess it does make sense. Because it's finally merged with that Earth, the one where Kerr took over, the one where Glum, you know, took took over the world, and now she's Glum's girlfriend. Yes, that makes sense. Yep, I get you. Yeah, I guess I was just wondering... What am I trying to say? Because they're in the Savage World, they're going to merge the Savage World with the Savage World. It's a bit goofy there. But it makes sense that they're using the Kerr future timeline because she would still have the same memories from there. That would make sense. I just basically, you want to hear my super dumb interpretation of it? Do it. I just figured it better. I figured it was just like, you jam every single multiple universe into it. Right. It's like there was just nothing, no other, like, direction left. Like, that was just the one that shook to the bottom of the barrel, you know what I mean? Fair enough. You can even say that, like, Glum maybe used an equipment to make that one be the one. Like, that was the one he was looking for or whatever. Because mm-hmm. clearly Dark Lord has the ability to manipulate shit based on, you know, minute details. So if he was just sort of got that machine, like, geared towards getting Angel to love him was the point... Mm-hmm. then, yeah, just, like, just smash them all together, and that's the point, and so there you go. I do find it interesting that, you know, we don't really see a lot of different Earth variants. I mean, we see maybe three plus ones we've already seen. Mm-hmm. It just, I feel like if you merge them all together, it'd be, you'd get something, like, unexpected. Just wait, Jim. Well, Do- we see we see the three, but don't forget he gave us that splash page because he can't. It's a twenty-two page comic, but that splash page kind of shows you. But that's all many- like real timeline stuff. That's all stuff that we experienced. Oh, I'm you mean sure- like outside of what we experienced? Yeah, yeah. Because this is all stuff we've seen. Even that Super Patriot with the Covenant of the Sword symbol on his chest. I'm pretty sure we've seen that. You're right. You're right. You're but- talking about like shit like Nazi Dragon and you know but, alternate. Yeah, where, where's but Nazi these- Dragon? But- where, where's Dragon, dragon. Yeah, but these were all different realities as well. Like the, all the ones with like dragon getting shot through the head. Th- we're all the twisted dragon funny universes. <laughs> but even on the splash page, though, what I'm saying is that there's probably like an additional four different other realities in here. Uh, Be- maybe. Yeah, yeah, like the God Gun where Angel died. One where she's old. The one where Dragon's getting shot through the head. The one where Dragon was incinerated. Well, look, True. If I may humbly suggest that uh, Paul Dragon is there to suggest, you know, that here's alternate dragons. Yeah. Like, here's dragons you never even thought of are also in the mix. Yep. Although, I wonder if this means that Dragon has all of Kerr's memories now. I know, dude. That was so like okay, like the issue's basically over, so we can kinda like just think about takeaways here. 
So, like, you think about where these characters are. Like, suddenly Jennifer has a memory of Angel killing her. Suddenly Dragon could potentially be Kerr again. Fuck, who knows? Like, clearly Malcolm and Maxine are still married. Right. But as for where everyone else sits... Dude, yeah. who knows? Like, does, it, does that mean good Angel's gone? And only evil Angel remains? It's an interesting question, if only because everybody else seems to be able to separate the alternate memories from, quote-unquote, the real ones. Mm -hmm. Yet here at the end, it looks like Angel can't or doesn't. So it's kind of curious that it's affecting her stronger than than the others we've seen. Well, I was going to say, just propose this nugget of thought. As I was reading through, I think, I forget who it was, somebody sent me a message like... Or was one of you guys, one of you cats, was like, uh, isn't it funny how so much of the alternate universes were like sex or murder, right? Mm, yes. And I guess all I'm saying that is maybe I'm thinking is that it was like, you know, in these people's lives, like those were the most impactful changes. Yep. Is like dedicating their life to someone or having someone like, you know, violently taken out of their life. Right. And yeah, so, I can see that. No, you don't remember the boring parts. Yeah, or unless you're Maxine, <laughs> and you're, like, studying. But it's like, so here you go, like, and if, of course, like, Malcolm is like, my wife, you know, and so he's married. And so, like, you know, and of course, where where the first thing, like, Angel's like, oh, glum. And it's like, so again, it's all about love and, like, murder. and So it's like, fuck, is, like, Dragon Evil? Like, what the hell Smasher gonna do now? Like, what's up? Yeah. In fact, people were, I forget who it was, like, oh, it was us. What am I even talking about? Of course it was us. <laughs> we were like, well, it's a bit of a shame about that uh, Trump alien cover because it lets you know that Malcolm and Maxine get through just fine. It's funny because, like, Malcolm and Maxine clearly are still Malcolm and Maxine at this moment. Right. But, like, every other character is in a potentially super shitty position. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, so, this is still, like, a fucking crazy ending. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. And didn't the solicitation copy say, like, Dark Lord shows up, but he never showed up? Yeah, that there? was my next asterisk. <laughs> right. I half expected him to turn up and slap Glum around. <laughs> you glummox. Uh, and, unfortunately, we only see him in the flashbacks. Well, we know he's on the cover of the next one, so... You know, we'll, see shit. If he show, we'll see if he shows up this time. Wouldn't it be funny if he just, like, still yet, like, he's yet another, like, solicitation that was misleading? Yeah, no Dark Lord. <laughs> Fighting on the cover, and then you flip it open, he's not even in there. It's like, what the, <laughs> the hell? <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what he does when he shows up. Bros, like, I like, mean. We still don't know, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? What yeah, a crazy. He's a bad guy. Is he a bad guy? He kills people all the time. He just seems, like, above us. Like, I hate to be that way, but, like, you know, like, engineering entire, like, dimensions, like, I don't know, you didn't even know what his plans are, man. <laughs> you Dark Lord apologist. <laughs> I guess I am. I'm sorry. No, I guess I, I'm saying I don't know, like. Yeah, I don't know. Knows. Who knows? Yeah. 
Exactly. Who even knows? He could be doing it for some grand scheme, or he could just be a prick. Who knows? Kill a few heroes for the sake of millions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about that uh, 3D cover? <laughs> yeah, who do that? What hack? Hurts That's... my eyes. I don't like it. I am pretty annoyed, though, that I don't have a pair of 3D glasses to look at it. Yeah, that's not very uh, courteous. Oh, wait, didn't you, you... You know what I can do? I have a copy of Raven's Dojo that came with 3D glasses. <laughs> right? Didn't... What a coincidence. Didn't... It did come with 3D glasses, it, right? It did, yes. <laughs> so you actually do have 3D glasses. I do have some, yes. I have to go, have to go find it and go use them. Your, Craig's quote was... My daughter was grabbing at the 3D boobies. Okay. <laughs> Who's? That was your quote. No, it wasn't. I swear to God, dude. You said. Oh, you said, on yeah. on the ra- on the Ravens on, Dojo. On the Ravens Dojo. Oh, all right. You said, I, yeah. You said it was funny. You said she was grabbing at them. I was like, that's hilarious. I don't and remember saying that, horrible. but I thought you meant this car. I was like, I know she hasn't seen this before. <laughs> No, it's just a happy coincidence. Uh, I just threw that in there. I guess we should probably explain for the listener what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah, on the back cover, like uh, I did a pinup, and I was like, I made it a three D pinup, and just you know, Malcolm punching out Glum. You know, the but I mean, and- in terms of what I was talking about, the three D glasses. So you, oh, three have- D glasses, right, right, yeah. No, no, no need to go into that. Well, because I, I feel like they're not going to know what we're talking about. But you have your own comic, and you did a Kickstarter. How many years ago was that now? 2012, so five years ago now. So your actual hard copies had a 3D pinup in that, too. Yep. And uh, it came with 3D glasses. So I actually have a pair, and I can look at this cover. You How much it. did that little feature add to the price of the whole package? Nothing. It's just a normal print. 3D glasses are cheap. Did you have to hand stuff them in every issue? I did. You talk about love. <laughs> you talk about love. Like when I don't mean to brag, but like, did you put each pair on and then put them in? <laughs> Just yeah, so so the readers could be closer to me. <laughs> Here you go, guys. People had some funny suggestions. They were like, you should uh, make them custom. When I mean, you can do all that stuff, like you can, like you joked about Savage Dragon 3D glasses. Yeah, you can like, get them like designed on the sides and stuff. Yeah, you can get, like, prints on the side. And I don't know if you guys remember Valiant Vision. No. Did you you ever see that? No. No. The gimmick behind Valiant Vision is that, like, the glasses, the the 3D glasses that I, uh, the 3D that's on the back of this issue of Savage Dragon is, like, red-blue stereo. It's classic 3D. Uh, Believe it or not, YouTube has red-blue 3D videos you can watch. Oh, really? Like, there's a... Uh, yeah, there's a filter in the search engine where you can just pull up exclusively like those types of videos. But like, um, like a lot of people still use it. But like Valiant Vision was like just clear in front of like it's like the paper glasses, but it just had clear. And you would look at like a comic, and you could still get the 3D effect, and it was like fully colored. Oh, so just regular stereoscopic 3D like in the movies. Yeah, like that's how cool. Our 3D, 3DSs work. Yep, and that's how Valiant Vision worked. And what's funny is you, I have no idea how to like accomplish that. Like, I clearly know how to do like the 3D stereo, but like Valiant Vision is a mystery to me. I have no idea how that works. So, you can do it. 
someday, maybe one day. It was fun. I was pleased. I was super happy that he, you know, Eric cared to, you know, run it. I just, it was an idea. I've wanted to do a 3D pinup for Savage Dragon for a long ass time. And I just found the time to bust it out. And he was like, hey, you know, I can put this on this issue if you want. And I was like, oh, dude, you know, it's an honor. Thanks. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, just, just you enjoy it private. <laughs> I'd rather no this one This is else. for you only. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it was, I'm super pleased. And what's here's what's funny is that, like, when I pick up, like, my issue and stuff, like, I had the back cover with the Thunderhead, too. Like, my comic shop never, like, they don't pay any attention to, like, anything at all. So, like, I'm, like, buying this shit, and, like, my art's on it. And it like, do you just, do you hold it up and just read it up in the air? Like, don't say anything and just... <laughs> Get real close to the guy and be like, huh? 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 What is it? Wow. Look at this. Huh. Cool. Now, I did feel a little good because I went in and when the Thunderhead back cover was on there, I went into the shop and, like, there was some Savage Dragon on the shelf, like, with the Thunderhead turned out. So I was like, oh, that's nice. cool. That's cool. But nah, sorry for everyone who doesn't have 3D glasses. You can get them online for super cheap. Like, don't pay more than $1 for 3D glasses. <laughs> like legit like I did a lot of looking and research because I had a whole kickstarter for it and like if someone's trying to charge you more than one dollar for 3D glasses you're getting ripped off <laughs> so yeah I pretty much could figure out that I shouldn't be paying more than a dollar for some cardboard <laughs> and just go buy some red and blue plastic and hold them up to your eyes <laughs> We've lost everyone at this point. <laughs> the funnies page, these are both solid. Yeah, yeah. I love them. I love I, them I, both. I love the, the farm one. Draw Brandon Draw is the winner. It's just the look of the dude's sweaty face. As he... <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Listeners, you're going to have to go back and flip to this and look at it. Oh, it's too but, good. And truths are like, it's a real dry it, sense of humor. But I it's always such like a it. weird co- comic. It's just guys in superhero costumes just having regular conversations. Yeah, it's just, a, and they're always like a little bit like sad, you know. <laughs> Manchester's newest orphan. How about the ring of that? You know, <laughs> like here's that guy. Is like his mom doesn't. His parents abandoned him. I think your parents abandoned you. Nah, that's not what happened. <laughs> so these were good. I like it. Kudos to Brandon B. and John Adams. Killer filler. Love it. Well, that's it. That's it. That's it for Savage Dragon 224. Great mother effing issue. A lot going on. A lot let, of questions. You know what, Craig? Let it. Let the real deal fly. It earned it. You want me to swear? I do. Great motherfucking issue. Yeah. Feels good, right? I, I get I gotta go take a shower. <laughs> yeah, solid. No, it this is good. It sets it up for two twenty five. It's two twenty five is gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. Is it hundred page issue? Hundred pages. Hundred page issue. Why don't you give us a little uh Synopsis for what we should expect on the next FinCast. On the next Savage Dragon 
225, The Merging of Multiple Earths. Conclusion. Giant Size 25th Anniversary Special. Savage Dragon is restored to his former glory as he bulks up to take on Dark Lord in a final battle. Mr. Glum's devious plot to merge the multiverse comes to its cataclysmic conclusion. Savage Dragon and Malcolm Dragon join forces to save Angel <laughs> Murphy and the very Earth itself. I no. just I just noticed the copy I gave you said Angel Murp. Angel Murp? <laughs> Mine says Murphy. Oh, does it? I just I guess I copied it wrong. <laughs> Angel Murp. <laughs> it's good. It's good. We don't even get a suggestion in this in this issue as to how Dragon gets bulked up again. Just bulked up. He's not bulked up at the end of 224, is he? Because clearly we don't see any duplicates, so it's not an alternate reality duplicate. It must be the real deal. Oh, you know what? Here's a little observation. We can't really see his arms or anything in that last panel. Mm -hmm. So fuck, for all we know, he is bulked up. But how would he just get bulked up? Oh yeah, you're right. It's not. Uh, we already discussed that. It's not like people are like changing bodies and vanishing and shit. Right. Uh good point. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's delayed. <laughs> it's delayed. <laughs> well, you know that does. Uh, we, it's worth noting that that does kind of shoot one of our potential two twenty five guesses in the foot. We thought that potentially that was just a different Savage Dragon on the cover of two twenty five, like not right. the dragon we know. But, like, just a different dimension. But, maybe, nah. Maybe Dark Lord will just turn up and say, Okay, Dragon, we gotta team up to take out this this guy, this bad egg, Mr. Glum. So, I'll eye laser you back into fighting fitness. <laughs> eye laser. we'll go pal around in Dimension X and beat up Glum. Bros. Best bros. BFFs. And then when it's over, I'll shoot you to death again. <laughs> because, fuck you. I don't know. I'm super excited. I have no idea. Like, I just want to. I just want to know if Dark Lord is pissed about this or not. You know he's, bro. You know he's fuming, fucking furious. He loves the multiverse. Glum said it, and now the multiverse is gone. Technically, so come into my house on Christmas. <laughs> you think up this is my stuff? You think Glum is gonna get killed? Oh. I can't imagine him not being. I can't see him not getting out of this one. I can't. I can't. I mean, like, honestly, like, if he survives this shit, he is the MVP of villainy. Well, everyone's we know... Gunning for, everyone's gunning for him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know what's crazy about this issue? There's no, uh... Um... With the dark component for Freak Force that we saw in Mighty Man. Uh, what's the name of the, the new dark... Oh, that's right. Cheerleader Dart. We don't know she's Dart, though. We just know she's super accurate. That's true. But, so I can... should we talk about... Oh, we did sort of see her Yeah, uh, on a Facebook post. We can't pretend image. that Facebook post didn't exist. It does exist. Late breaking news story. Uh, um, sorry. Nikos. Nikos. Nikos posted a one-panel preview of his upcoming Freak Force one shot and in it right now I think in it you can see blonde head dart lady yep in the background so she's clearly not going anywhere Craig even you posed a question you were like how does Chicago feel 
seeing a basically identical twin to the former vicious circle leader running around yeah it's, it's a good question i think um and I think that pretty much tells us that the Freak Force guys are pretty much in the clear from getting killed um, yep. in unless, 225. Unless 225 is just like <laughs> a total throwaway, like non-canon. <laughs> oh, so, okay, I got a question. Let's play Speculation is Fun, okay? Here's the deal. Do you guys have any wild like returns or characters that like because basically like honestly anything can happen right every all the universes merge together so do you think anything like we're going to see some villains return or do you think there's going to be like some like is like is uh you know overlord back or like you know cyberface or some guy that's been long gone I don't think physical reality's been changed, so I think if they're dead, they're still a corpse. Their corpse okay. just has new memories. <laughs> I don't think they come back. I think Eric's kind of making this the Malcolm chapter now, so... Do you think this is the end of the dragon? Uh... Please, please, God. Please kill him. <laughs> really? The real reels. You, yes. you want him gone? Oh, God, yes. Why? This could very well be the I, end. I feel like he holds the book back. It's it's not a clean break until he's, it's not a clean break until he's not in the book as long as Malcolm wasn't in the book. I'm okay with mentor. I don't need him gone. Yeah, I don't want him gone. I want a mentor. I just uh, I like the character too much, and it's been through so much like with him that it's just it'd be kind of cool to see him get old. It would be cool that again, it would be a shame to see him die. Mainly because uh, Savage Dragon is a book. Like, you know, Invincible. Like, they're always like, oh, let's do things no superheroes done. Savage Dragon is a book where shit happens all the time that doesn't happen in other books. And, like, it would be cool to see Dragon just deal with being an old fuck. I would not miss it if he was gone for 50 issues. <laughs> I love the guy, but goddamn, come on. He was gone for a long time. What was prison no, no. all about? Well, he was in prison, but he was still there, quipping. Quipping. <laughs> <laughs> Fight, fighting Mako. So he's supposed to not be interesting in prison? <laughs> I just think the book would be better if he was gone. I think Malcolm desperately needs to be truly on his own to really build up what his dad had. Fair enough. Every time his dad is in the book, he steals the show. Because he's that... he. He's a fictional character with charisma. It's amazing. I feel like he hasn't stolen the show this arc. I think this issue, he stole a lot of... Mal Malcolm, in this issue, is this... a punchy guy. Dragon, it feels like, got more of the emotional bell, bell ringing. I don't know that he did. Like, yeah, Dragon was the big star of that double-page spread or whatever, but like... Right, there's that. It wasn't really so much like he stole the show or anything. Yeah, just, there's not feels, that much dragon in this, really. Nah, that's it. That's it. Is like Malcolm's the one you follow. Like, let's go to Dimension X. Oh, we're in Dimension X. Let's, you know, oh, we're in Glum's Lair. Let's go back to Earth. Like, it follows Malcolm. I guess. Maybe he's more Angel. But I still think Dragon was, like, too heavily featured. 
for what should be Malcolm's book. So if he dies, you're going to be okay. I'll be okay, definitely. I'll be, dude, tears. <laughs> tears. I thought, he should, I thought he should have died when Dark Lord blew him up the first time. That should have been the end of him, IMO. In my opinion, for those not who are not cool enough. I, well, I'll tell you, I'm going to be super tore the fuck up if he dies. Like, I might cry and write about it in my journal. I, I thought after the <laughs> after the Kerr arc, after everything that happened with Emperor Kerr, he has that discussion with Dark Lord, and the Dark Lord just eliminates him. And I really thought that was going to be the end of him. Boy, what a shitty end that would have been. That was a gut punch when it happened. I, I thought it was just such a fitting ending, since he was... You know, it's just, it was just one of those sudden things that happened in life. Do you propose... You get killed by your greatest villain <laughs> with eye lasers. Do you uh, think uh, Teenage Dark Lord, Hoodie Dark Lord, is going to finally be revealed or more insight exposed? I think we're going to get some be, more insight. I think he's going to be as enigmatic as ever. You don't think. So we got no, two. I, I do, no, I do think. Okay. So we got two, though. It sounds like Craig says it'll come to light. You're saying it's not going to come to oh, light. More mystery. I think it will come to light. I think, you know, we've had Dark Lord around forever now, and we, the fans need to know his game plan. We need to know. Yep. I'm, I'm in that camp. I'm like, I want to see the veil of mystery lifted. Like, what the hell is the point of all the superpowered Jennifers? What's the point? Like, is there an end game to all this, like, celestial engineering? Like, what is going on? I think we'll still be left with more questions than answers. Oh, I'm so scared. I'm so scared for the future. I don't want to live in your world, Jim. The world of <laughs> madness. I, I think Dark Lord's going to go back on the shelf for another 30 issues. Oh, no, bro. No. <laughs> oh, no. I'm looking for some answers. Back on the shelf for 30 issues? It's been a long time since we saw him last. Yeah. It has. I just think he's and, been... And he still hasn't shown up in the arc all about him. <laughs> talk, His machinations. You talk about still in the show. Yeah, he's waiting for the grand finale. Yep. That's going to be the big show. When he shows up, like Guys, he's the man... It's, yeah, it's going to be so awesome, too, because it's going to be like... I think it's going to be like two issues worth of story. Yeah. You think it'll be that much? I, it's, I know the story is a lot longer... I th at least I think I'm pretty sure Eric said. I mean, it's definitely not a standard size, right? And there's a hundred pages of story, unless you some guys of, some know. Of some of some of it's going to be graphic fantasy. Some of it's going to be Raven. Graphic fantasy. <laughs> I I think Scott James might be in there. Raven. I didn't know anything about Scott James, but I know Frank Fosco. Frank Fos Fosco. Fosco will be there. I mean, a hundred pages though. That's a lot of pages. I imagine you did eight Raven, right? I ten. did uh, seven. Seven? That's an odd number. Literally and figuratively. Yeah, it works did with Did you do a cover page? No. Oh. It's seven pages of story. Hmm. Although all, all seven may not get used. Um, his script did tell me, you know, I may use six. So we'll see. It's it's all up in the air. It's still gotcha. getting worked out. So, gotcha. Yeah, but six or seven. I can confirm. That's a really weird way to... Plot something. It's the Marvel method, baby. Draw seven. I might only use six. I don't know. 
It depends on, on what I got. Well, you imagine drawing it. I had to basically think like of two potential endings. Like, or no, yeah. I basically had to write like one page as if it might not even exist. So that's the way it's drawn. Is like like how how Bill Watterson used to write Calvin and Hobbes with throwaway panels. Well, yeah, essentially, like there just is the potential for that uh, whole page to get the axe. So it's like, eh, well, you know, got to make it work without it. So. I, th- I can kind of confirm. I, I don't think Scott James is making the party. Like okay. uh, I maybe talked to him a, recently. Maybe that was a different backup I read. Well, he is. Uh, about. He is awaiting a deadly duo script. So there's Scott James on the way. I don't think it's two twenty five bound. So what? Right. So with two twenty five, we know you have about seven pages, Raven. Yep. We know the. I think the graphic fantasy stories can't be that big because graphic fantasy had like three different stories in it. Yeah, it can't be long at all. Just say it's another eight. That's fifteen. What do you think Fosco's story Probably is? Eight to ten. Six, seven. Seems safe to guess. Let's say another seven. You still got a hundred pages to fill. And uh, remember, in our interview, he teased potentially collaborating with some people he wanted to collaborate a long time. So we don't know what that's going to be. That's a mystery. Which That's is amazing. Usually Eric's pretty, like, he likes to, like, let the cat out of the bag. So mm-hmm. he's either to be fair, really guys, tight-lipped. 224 isn't out yet. It, it's still a couple of months away. No, I know, but I'm just, 225 in terms, you're saying 225 is about another. 225 is probably a month and a half away. Right, right but he usually kind of lets, uh. Let's things fly, you know. <laughs> so I'm just saying, it could be a pretty big main story. I I can't wait. I get the feeling. I get a sneaky feeling we're not getting a huge big story, but it was or was it not said that it would be bigger than normal, somewhat. Mm. Yeah. Oh gosh, bros! I'm super excited. This whole three issue arc has just been like all killer, no filler. Yeah, like, also dongs. 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 Lots of dongs. <laughs> Dimension X dongs. Dimension X rated this issue. Mutant oh dong. <laughs> so, I guess that's that? That's that. That's Savage Dragon 224. Thanks for uh, joining us, everyone, listening to our podcast. We try to, you know, try to entertain, try to, try to put on a show. If we succeeded or failed, feel free to send us an email at savagefincast at gmail.com. As always, we always enjoy your comments, suggestions, complaints. Let us know what GF, what the girlfriend dimension means. What do you think? GF04. FF. I I think you guys are right. I think that's Freak Force. That's my sense. It's all nothing. (laughs) <laughs> it all it's all meaningless. <laughs> drew the drew the letters out of a scrabble bag. <laughs> Thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. Adios. We'll be back again later on in the future. I am of course Jim Purcell. Ooh, we signing off at yeah, the end. Signing off with, I'm Craig Olson. And I'm Raven Perez. Thanks for listening. And I'm Zach Hawkins, mate. <laughs> I've been quiet all this time. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding, Zach. I love you. <laughs>